Welcome to Dads, Daughters, and Dollars, a financial podcast for everyone. Now, here's one of my favorite people. (laughs) I'm Sean, the dad, clearly the favorite. And I'm Caitlin, the daughter, clearly my dad's mistaken. Hello, welcome back to Dad's Daughters and Dollars. And Deanne. The podcast, (laughs) followed by 33 countries as of last week. Very happy about that news. Congratulations. All right, so this week we're talking about, because my wife and I went for a two-week vacation, one week in Finland, one week in Sweden, and this week we're doing travel hacking our way to Sweden. We want to give you our tips, things we recommend, how we save money, etc., All right, the very first thing I talked about in our last episode, and I'll let you, I will link to the episode about Finland, is the things we did before I left on my vacation. I'm not going to go through them. Just quickly stuff about credit cards and passports and Wi-Fi apps. Just all the prep required. All the prep that we did, you know, travel plug adapters for Europe and stuff. I will link to those nine things. But if you want to listen to us talk about them, they're in the episode about Finland, uh, travel hacking our way to uh, Finland. All right, so we're going to get right into, we traveled, we left Finland on a Monday morning, and we traveled to Stockholm, and then we were there until the following Monday morning, so we were there seven days. Um, Stockholm is just great. It's the only city we went to in Sweden. The money in Stockholm is the krona. So even though we had used euros in Finland, in Sweden, they have their own uh, currency. And a hundred krona equals $9.33. So if you're in a, um, uh, what do you call it? Let's say you're in a uh, restaurant and they go, oh, the bill's 533 kronas. You're like 500. And it's, yeah. re- it's oh. like $45 yeah. for two people. And you go, oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So you- it's comparable. I'm going to link to a conversion table or Swedish krona to U.S. dollars. So no matter when you listen to this, you just have to plug in how many krona you think you use. And then you can... Uh, and you didn't get that until we were in Stockholm, right? Yeah, I did, did you not. you go to an ATM? I went to an ATM that was yeah. right next to our hotel. Yeah. And by the way, I should mention this. Same thing for Finland as it was for Sweden. In general, I found you didn't need any cash whether you are tipping the taxi driver or using the taxi or using a restaurant or using uh, a shop for coffee, a shop for souvenirs, it didn't matter. Our, our travel on boats or travel on buses to see the city, all of it straight on a credit card. We also had a credit card that didn't didn't charge transaction fees. Yeah, and that's so, one of the things we'll talk about. Right. In, in so the, if you don't have that kind of credit card, you can either apply for one before you go, or you can potentially pay in cash. So your choice. All right. So we're going to talk a little bit about Sweden. I'll tell you real quick, a little five facts about it, and then, you know, it'll help you when you're, when you go there. Sweden founded in 1523. It's the land of the moose. We talked about Finland being the land of the reindeer. Their big thing on every T-shirt, on every coffee mug, every souvenir is the moose. You will see restaurants that say serving the moose burger. Well, a lot of, a lot of moose and reindeer meat things happening, which was not really my bag. So, <laughs> um, so Stockholm, including the suburbs, is, has about 2 million people living there. Um, 
when we got picked up at the airport, the taxi driver taking us to Stockholm said, um, there's a total of 40 days of sun per year there. So we found the same as we did in Finland, that the days were about 20 hours during the summer months, 20 hours of light. So I remember once it got dark at about 11 o'clock, I was going to bed, and then I got up to go to the bathroom at 3, I peeked out the curtain, completely light. Like you could walk outside as though it was 7 in the morning. But like really, it's like sunset at 10 or 10.30, and 11 o'clock is like dusk. It's still like not dark yet at 11. It was, it's fascinating. It's so cool. Um, not unusual. The people in Sweden are very conscious of the environment. If you buy a drink at any of their coffee shops and their sort of version of Starbucks is a place called Espresso House. It's coffee, tea, all different types of pastries and cakes and stuff like that. Um, they will ask you if it's takeaway or which means takeout. Or if you're staying there, and if you're staying there, they'll give you the coffee in a porcelain cup. Yeah, in a, in a, and those get washed, and I, I sit there and go, why don't we do this in America? Exactly. Because you always have a takeout cup, even if you're drinking at Starbucks right. or you're, you're taking it away. Right. Um, Sweden is where Spotify, the music app, started. I found this bizarre because we found this in both Finland and Sweden. I saw nonstop ads on restaurants for churros. Yeah. We saw a lot of Burger Kings and a lot of Taco Bells. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty interesting. As Finland, it doesn't have a minimum wage, but in general, people are making about $11.66 an hour. Any good salary in Sweden is about 15000 a year. Hard to believe, but I guess they can live on that. And a family four lives on about $27,000 a year. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you will find out uh, when you go there, you will see nonstop the word fika. Mm-hmm. Fika, F-I-K-A, is basically a break or a coffee break. It's often translated as a coffee and cake break, um, which is kind of correct, but it's really more than that. It's a concept, a state of mind in Sweden. It's part of their culture that people, everybody take a fika, and it's sort of like someplace through the day, whether it's 11 in the morning or 2 in the afternoon. Well, and they say Swedish fika. I mean, they, it's like they use the word Swedish before it regularly, Swedish fika. So and I like- think the break is basically in Swedish culture so you can recharge to go on with your day. And it's a very much a social, cultural thing to do. And so yeah. you will see nonstop on every souvenir you can bring home, it says fika. Lots of fika. All right. Um, during our trip to Sweden... Uh, it became a member of NATO, so we want to thank them for doing that just on uh-huh. our behalf. Yeah, for us. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing I found amazing in Stockholm is it's really amazing just to walk there. I got up one t- morning at 5.30 in the morning. I couldn't sleep, and I just went for a walk for a little less than two hours. I was the only one in town walking. I did see a girl running at about 6.15, but otherwise I was the only one walking around. And that doesn't mean it was dangerous in any way. It was completely safe. I'm walking on the cobblestone roads. I'm walking past the Royal Palace. I'm walking in their park that's like a central park. It was just gorgeous. But it was light and cool. And just I had the whole town to myself. And I said, how can life get any better than this? It was just amazing. Um, So... We're going to take a quick break, or as I would say, a fika. A fika, Swedish fika. We're going to take a fika, and then we're going to come back and talk about the things we recommend 
if you're uh, going to Stockholm, Sweden, which was really one of the highlights of our trip. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Just want to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. It's the app we use to get our podcast to you. Sean and Caitlin have really enjoyed their experience, and it's super easy to use. Certainly, if Sean can use it, you can. We really think everyone should use Spotify for Podcasters. Start talking about your hobbies or your deepest, darkest secrets. Something. You won't regret it. Okay, we're back and we're talking about our trip to Sweden. This was the second week of our two-week trip. First week was in Finland, second week is Sweden. And we're going to talk about the things we recommend. It is not only beautiful, we stayed in what's called Gamla Stan, which in Swedish means old town. I am addicted to old town wherever you go because I like the idea of not having to get on a bus to go see something or get on a train or whatever it is. I like, oh, where is it where I'm staying, where I just have to walk to see the great things? An old town is lovely, ladies, but do not bother with heels. Flats, flat bottom shoes the whole way or the cobblestone will kill you. The cobblestone might even kill you when you're in flats, depending on how you step on it. So just be careful for that. And I thought it was fascinating. Literally in the whole two weeks, I saw one woman in stilettos and she was clearly realized her mistake, but every other person, there were some women in these lovely dresses and sneakers. And it's like, okay, they know the drill. So just keep that in mind. So one of the places I truly loved was the Nobel Prize Museum. And it's just gorgeous. And there's so much history. And we learned about Alfred Nobel, who created dynamite. And he was a very wealthy man with the equivalent of being a billionaire. And then he left in his will, um, you know, I want to give out this prize for people who are trying to better the world. And so it's awarded every year. It's in like economics and in science and in um, physics. And there's five awards. And then about 20 or 30 years after he died, they came up with the Nobel Peace Prize. But it's a great, great museum. I highly recommend it. That's very interesting. We went to the Vasa Museum. Vasa was a ship that sunk someplace in the 1600s, 1700s. Um, the 1600s, and it was, it was, it's the only ship to be salvaged. Um, it, was, it was in underwater 333 years, and it's the, the only ship of its kind to be restored. Um, uh, it was a warship, and um, it's a very interesting museum to see. And, and when we went there, you could probably take 90 minutes to do the tour because there's all these little different rooms with little films about it. Mm-hmm. And sitting right dead center in the middle of it in like a six-story building is the whole Vasa ship restored. Right. It was very, very interesting. We went to the ABBA Museum, and Mm -hmm. if you don't go there, then uh, I don't know why you're listening to this. Well, it's funny because the day we went, there was maybe, I don't know, 12, 15 people in front of us. and you know That's just to get in. In, Inside, there must have been 100 people. And they had pre-purchased tickets, so they were in the line just to wait to get in. So we had to buy tickets, and then there was like, you know, three people ahead of us for that. So we go in, we get our tickets, we come back in line, and we get in really within five minutes. We're in the museum and going around. The next day, we were on a bus tour, and we went by the same museum, ABBA Museum, and the line was out the door and almost around the block. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, we hit that right. We got really lucky. I'm not going to lie. We got really lucky in the timing with 
um, getting our hop-on, hop-off buses. And, and boats. boats. And museums. And uh, really, I, 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 I think our daughter's luck is, is rubbed off. off on us. Yeah, because we really, we got very lucky. Um, if you went and looked at all the memorabilia there between the little, here's a film of them performing at, I think, the Eurovision Award that they won twice, and that's how they became very popular and got a record deal in America, et cetera. But if you look at all their gold records, and then these are, you know, T-shirts from concerts. Oh, well, and all their wardrobe it would take and you, their records. It and would take two hours. I think we spent about 90 minutes there, but it was great. Yeah, it was fun. Highly recommend it. Um, there's very much uh, interactive portions of the museum that are really interesting. And as we found with every museum in both Finland and Sweden, they have attached to it not a cafe, but would be a full-blown restaurant where you can get a full-blown dinner or a meal. They were like a lot. Champagne. Go figure. Champagne everywhere still. One of the other places I recommend is a thing called Photographsica. And it's the Contemporary Museum of Photography, Art, and Culture in Sweden there. Um, Even though the tour only took us 25 minutes or so, the gift shop that we're in had incredibly interesting things. And they had a, uh, the main exhibit they had, there was Peter Lindbergh, who was shot in a million things for Vogue and stuff like that. And it showed some of his process and how he got some of the photos. And they're pretty amazing. It was, it was a, a lovely museum. And it's attached to another huge outdoor restaurant that was gorgeous. Um, we had, I, because I'm vegan... I think I had maybe one of the best vegan burgers I've ever had at a place called Burgers and Beer. <laughs> yeah. And we then went there twice, like once for dinner, once you, for lunch you know, on kept, a different day. We kept walking by it and going to other places, and then we finally stopped. Oh, my God, that was the best burger. Um, and, you know, I had um, I had a vegan burger as well. It, it was so good. So, yeah. so good. So I'll link to that. There's another place called Panem, P-A-N-E-M. And I think it's literally, it's sort of a breakfast place, but they, I think they close at like 8 o'clock at night, so they do do sort of a lunch and dinner. But it's literally the best pancakes I've had in my life. And I don't know how they made them, but the edges of the pancakes were crunchy like crust of a bread. Just a little it, crispy. It was really good. And they put like mango and apple and grapes and stuff on them and a little bit of syrup and it's literally the best pancake I've had in my life. Uh, I was like can we go here three days a week? It was so amazing. Mm, it was good. I'll link to that. We, anytime we did and I'll recommend this and the hop on hop off bus tour or boat tour we did both when we were in Stockholm. They're all great. They give you a once you get on, you get this little headphones. So there's a little place where you sit when you're either on the boat or that or the bus, and you plug in, and there's 11 different languages, whether you're listening in English or you're listening in Italian or French or whatever it is. And then there's a little tape that sort of plays as you go by any of the things that you're you know, looking at. It, it tells you the history of them. Highly recommend both. Um, I mean, we really enjoyed those. When we did go to the Vasa Museum, we decided we we're going to walk back and not wait for the, the hop-off, hop-off, hop-on, hop-off bus tour. 
is the idea is if it stops at 16 to 18 different places, you can hop off. And then when the next one comes by, get back on and continue back to your destination. That might have been when it ran out because we kind of got it late in the day and then it, it rolled over into the next day. But then yeah, we they, were past it, the time when you we pay got out of the museum. about $24 a person, but it's a 24-hour thing. So if you get it noon on Tuesday, it's good through noon on Wednesday. So we did. Over two days, we used it mm-hmm. um, to try and see more places. Like we went to ABBA on it. Oh, no, we went to ABBA on the hop-off, hop-off on the boat. boat. Yeah. But... When we went to the Vassar Museum, we decided to walk back. It was probably a two-mile walk back to our thing, but we, along the water we're walking on is just um, nonstop cafes on the water, and each one was more gorgeous than the next. They would have the most colorful furniture um, and just different layers and um, plants and it was just so it unique. Very, they were all very well done. Yeah, it was just great. So I highly re- recommend any of the cafes on the water there are just beautiful. Um, the Royal Palace, we went to the Royal Palace gift shop. But mm-hmm. when we walked around the Royal Palace, we would see the guards. When I walked at 530 in the morning, it was kind of drizzling. And they were out there guarding sure. you know, the guys in their full outfits. Sure. Um, we talked about the hop on hop of tours, but I do want to mention something. They supposedly, this is what we were told by the guy who sold us the tickets on the first day, they supposedly have people selling at each stop, is what we were told, which is 100% not true. In general, you have to go, what most people do, and we didn't know this, because they, we were right by the water, like a four-block walk to the water. So when we went there, that's where the hop-off, hop-off boat and bus tours began. So we thought we'll just go there and buy the ticket. But you can get it online so much easier. So then if you were someplace else, you can just show your ticket when you get on the bus on your phone and then you're good to go. Well, and something you need to know, there are two different companies. So you, and they're both, everybody's in red, but all the, both companies wear red and their buses are red. And we tried to get on a bus thinking it was the one and he wouldn't let us on. So because then you're learned, on the wrong bus. So then we learned the difference. And then later on, we were trying to get on the bus, and the guy in front of us was on the wrong bus, and he was mad. So they don't tell you this when you're buying tickets. So be aware. Ask which line, you know, which company, so that you know if you're getting on the wrong, right bus um, as opposed to waiting in line and trying to get on a bus and realizing you can't. It's, that's, that's, uh, that was a drag. The one, the one other quick warning I give you about the hop-on, hop-off bus. There was a stop called Slusen, S-L-U-S-S-E-N. And it does not say that that's a pickup because there's nonstop buses that are just the regular yeah, the city regular of Stockholm transit, bus, line. transit yeah. line that stop at these bus stops. But on our, at that Slusen, it did not say hop-on, hop-off. But they sort of imply, like, well, we stopped there. I said, well, how come you don't have a sign there? Well, some of the we're allowed to put them on some of the stops, but not all of them. I'm like, oh, wow, that's helpful. Yeah. So it, it's it's good to know and ask, like, is this where you pick me up? If you get off at where the Vasa Museum is, you go, is this where I get picked up when I come back? And the guy might say, no, you're across the street down a half a block, and that's right. where the real pickup is. Yeah, because sometimes it'll it'll say the the name, but the pickup is on the other side of the street. So it's uh, yeah. Well, you, you learn as you go. 
All right. So we did talk about in the Finland episode how we took a bus to Helsinki and then flew to Stockholm. So that was our Finnair flight. Our hotel in Stockholm was Skandik Gamlestan, which stands for Old Town in Swedish. We found a, you know, and what happens, and Hilton will do this too, but Hilton wouldn't have taken over this place, but they'll take an old building that has a million rooms and they might convert it a little and then call it, just slap Hilton on the side. Well, these guys, because they have 280 hotels in these six countries, they put Skandik on it. And I don't know if that's been there 20 years or more, but the rooms were kind of small. And we were told there was a queen bed. Well, it said queen economy, which leads you to believe that's a queen bed. And that was not the case. Well, here's, but the truth is when I signed up online, it said queen. Mm-hmm. When we got to the hotel, it said queen economy, which was really a, it was a double, a double. So it was a tighter bed or stuff, but we spent the majority of our time not in the room and we were visiting the city. So we were okay. It was super, we literally had to walk like 50 steps to the first little cafe and, and we're right in the middle of, you know, old town walking on the cobblestone road. So I, I recommend it. So when we got to Skandik, you know, uh, Gamlestan, the hotel, that's where I did my laundry. So it was about on the seventh day. And between the two of us, I did like five or six T-shirts, five or six pairs of underwear, uh, some socks. I did like five pairs of socks. You did a bunch of stuff. And between the two of us, it cost $90. So it was a little bit expensive in terms of like terms one of pair of these little small socks that you wear for, with like running shoes. It uh, cost me $4 per you know pair of socks. And I think that's kind of expensive. But... In terms of not bringing an extra bag, I and because the room was kind of cramped, I couldn't have been more happy. I was thrilled. All right. So now I'm going to talk about the total cost. Two people, seven days, our housing, our food, our entertainment, souvenirs, etc. Total for Sweden was $3,709. Was that I'm, about what it was for Finland too, right? The other one was like $3,073. Oh, so okay. So total... For Finland and Sweden, we spent $6,767. And it was a total of 12,200 miles round trip per person. So the amount of time we had to fly to go to this place and the amount of memories I got from it, spending $67,67, and I still, it'll be less than that one. I have some write-offs and stuff like that. But it is... To me, one of the more memorable trips I've ever had with you, mm-hmm. and I am thrilled out of my mind that we did it. It was great. Um, so that's our, you know, travel hacking our way to Sweden. I am so thrilled that my wife traveled with us. Mm-hmm. Again, I thank our 33 countries uh, that uh, have joined us. There were three in the last two weeks. And we wish our daughter, Caitlin, who's shooting in New Zealand right now, the 2023 Women's World Cup. Go, Caitlin. Uh, and I know she might listen to this in two years from now and go, well, it's 2025. Why are you mentioning that? Because we're so crazy proud of you. Mm-hmm. And we saw you on TV last night in the <laughs> pouring rain in your full outfit sitting on the sideline by yourself. Yeah, it's always fun All to your equipment covered in plastic. Yeah. And we're like, oh, that kid is killing it. We're so stinking proud of you. All right. 
Again, thank you for listening, and we will see you again next week. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Thank you, honey. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. All right, bye. The content on Dads, Daughters, and Dollars is for informational purposes only and does not constitute professional financial advice. Listeners should consult an attorney, accountant, financial planner, or other professionals to suit your specific needs.